Welcome into the Bro Four Squad podcast. We're here to give you another world famous movie commentary on <clears throat> Barbie. We're coming at you live from the future Bro Four Squad headquarters, the Malibu Dreamhouse. I'm sorry, guys. I gotta, I gotta, I fucked up. I fucked up. Okay, sorry. We're gonna say Mojo Dojo Casa House. Mojo Dojo. No, I, no, I gotta <laughs> save that. I can't, I gotta keep the good stuff for the show. <laughs> Can you hear me? Because I muted my mic. I wanna make sure it's back. Yeah. yeah. Welcome into the Bro Four Squad podcast. We're coming at you recorded from the future Bro Four Squad headquarters, the Malibu Dreamhouse. Here to give you another world famous movie commentary on the 2023 instant classic, Barbie. Now we have our movies paused uh, with one hour, 53 minutes, and 47 seconds left in the movie. Uh, we're currently watching it on Max. And they don't give you a start time, only an end time. So one hour, 53 minutes, 47 seconds. Now, while you guys get in your convertibles and get matched up with us, let's go around the Mattel boardroom and meet the other Kens. As always, I'm your host, Ken Banner. Now, to my right, we have the mayor himself, Ken Hornacek. Now, Ken, if you were going to war with the other Kens, what would be your weapon of choice? Carbs. That's Send a good them a one. bunch wow. of like bread baskets, mu like muffins. I know Cycle would be popping muffins like fucking oh, scale. So, but I, imagine like a three day old breadstick though. Like Ooh, that's an that's... actual weapon. Wow. Is car carbs is fighting dirty, but I got to do whatever I can do to get to the top of beach. Respect. Right. Right. And to his left, we have our legal counsel himself, Ken Cycle. Now, Ken, do you even lawyer? Dude, that's like the only thing I do is lawyer. That's it. And then when I he's not so lawyering, lawyering, he lawyers. Yeah. Like, I lawyer here where I'm standing all the time. Just lawyer up. Lawyer up. All right. <laughs> he also Again. loiters. Well, yeah. I'm getting in trouble for that one. What's the difference? A couple letters. That's it. No one that's wants it. you around either way. So it's yeah. hi oh Hey. <laughs> All right. We got again. We got our movies paused at the one hour fifty three minute forty seven. Max, we got to fix this shit. Okay. It's a lot easier to say ten seconds in than how much time is left. Uh, one hour fifty three minutes forty seven seconds left in the movie. Warner Brothers uh, with the pink logo is fully up on the screen. We're gonna hit play in three, two, one. Let's beach. Beach so hard, beat you off. God, I can wait till we do this, guys. I, I Horns and I had the 2023 review, and and I think you can't think about the entire year without thinking of this film. No, it also was a perfect storm with Oppenheimer, um, so that definitely helps. But even without that, this was, I to me, a surprise film of the year. I did not so think it was going to be this good. No. And I, we'll get into the Barbenheimer thing a lot um, because, number one, basically lightning in a bottle. And I think Hollywood realized, even if they pretended like it was tongue-in-cheek to try and do it again with some other movies afterwards, you can't – like, these viral things are going to happen, and you really can't force them. And this was one that – I. I don't even think like the creatives involved with the movies would have thought would have worked the way it did. But, Cycle, you actually did the double bill, right? I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, did you do we, Oppenheimer first, which I think was kind of the the 
recommended way to do it, right? Yeah, Cal- like we actually, for at first, I thought we were going to go do Barbie first. I was thinking, let's go get brunch, drink some mimosas, get a little, get a little fun and dandy and, and get to see Barbie and then have a nice dinner and then get sophisticated and go see Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. And we ended up doing the opposite. A friend, rec- she was like, well, let's do it the other way. And she was absolutely right because Oppenheimer is kind of a bummer. Uh, for obvious reasons, uh, we ended on a high by finishing with Barbie. Um, definitely recommend and fantastic these, opening, by the way. These porcelain dolls are fucking terrifying. Oh yeah, I know. Cycle, you've you've got a thing for porcelain dolls. If I think you, you get mean a massive fear, then yes. Right. I was gonna. Right. <laughs> can you cover up your collection behind you next time we podcast? It's <laughs> fucking weird. That'd be so creepy. <laughs> this is a also. Great why do you always guys. dress? Why do you always match their outfits to whatever you're wearing? It's the mood. We're all I think this, like, we'll get into this a lot, but, like, the reason this movie works is I think you can view it from a couple different lenses. If you just view it as a completely meta take and, like, a commentary, which, again, give props to Mattel for, like, licensing their IP to basically be, like, parodied or looked at in a lens where it's like, yeah, you have caused a lot of problems in the world. Um, you can look at it in a meta take. I think you can honestly go into it as just like a straight up comedy and laugh your ass off. And then if you want to look at it as like kind of a smarter movie with some things to say about like gender roles. And I, I actually don't think like the idea that it shits on men. I think there's a lot of this that like is really kind of feeling sympathetic for men and like how we're like, oh, we always have to be fucking like, I'm not Ryan Gosling. I'm better looking than him, obviously. Well, but like that's obviously, yeah, we have those same like, archetypes that we're supposed to live up to yeah by the way that opening was an homage to 2001 a space odyssey which i think yes. is fantastic it's yeah. a great like set the tone for the film obviously shows it's not going to take itself too seriously but yeah no horns i i agree like honestly i was actually surprised with dude half the movie is about the kens you know yeah. like it's not just about barbie i think a lot of people are like this is literally equally about ken as it is about barbie this is this well, is ken's ken... story being told from barbie's point of view Ken doesn't feel heard until he gets to the real world, you know? Uh, This movie, I don't have a lot of information on this. I'm trying to look through my horns fun facts on IMDb, but I do know that there was a much different take of this that was in pre-production that Amy Schumer was attached to for about two years. And then when she withdrew, Greta Gerwig picked up the project and it evolved into what it what it is now. But I'm assuming Amy Schumer's was also going to be a very like meta and like self-referential take on it, but obviously you can't do with her what you did with. Was her. she, no. was she going to be Barbie or was she directing? She was, it? she was going to be Barbie and she was going to write it. That doesn't work. That doesn't sound like a good idea. Well, it does, but it would, you know, like they would be going for something completely. It would almost be like the anti Barbie, like her yeah. the whole movie would basically be like Kate McKinnon's character in a way. I feel like yeah. that's what I would have to think. Yeah. Yes. By the way, this set is fantastic. Like I love what they did with this. Yeah. My, my my sisters had a dream house. I never played with it, guys. But it was exactly like this. Yeah, and my daughter has one, and I've never played with it. Yeah, of course not. Why would you? Um, uh, there was also, quick, I, Jeff, did you read? There was in the between, the Gal Gadot was also supposedly either off of the role. They were going to start with her, too. And then that one didn't work out. And then I'm like, how is Margot Robbie your third choice? For anything. For anything, but especially if you're playing Barbie. Right. Helen Mirren narrating it is great. Uh, Dan Levy, the Michael Sarah character, he had to drop out 
for some reason. And he said it's like the biggest regret of his life. He said he almost didn't want to see the movie because he knew it was going to be great. and He was going to be so pissed he couldn't do it. At the same time, though, I don't think it would have been the same if he was Alan as opposed to Michael Sarah. Yeah, because there's a I gag think... on Hollywood about how everyone hates Michael Sarah. Like, it's a joke. Like, right. if you ever watch, like, the interviews with him, they're always, like, just doing that to him. So, like, it's as one person to be tortured like that, it's perfect for Michael Sarah. Um, her first horns fun fact, according to IMDb, Barbie is 23% larger than everything in Barbie land to mimic the awkward disproportionate scale that real Barbies and Barbie activity sets are produced in. So I guess like the actual Barbie doll cycle, you would know this cause you're obviously an expert on the fun mm -hmm. house or the, the dream houses, uh, is like technically basically like 25% too big for all the accessories you get. Yeah. <laughs> which is just fucking annoying. It feels like torturous to kids. I, I also love that, like this Midge thing. Like I love that these are actual real characters. Like I, I, I give credit to Mattel. You kind of already call this out. Like they were willing to be the butt of the joke in a lot of ways. You know, yeah. a lot of people, when they give you RIP, like they're like, don't, you know, they're only doing it with such. They're breathing down your neck the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Like Mattel is made fun of multiple times with these different characters at the boardroom and all those kind of things. Oh, yeah. So like, I, I just appreciate the movie doesn't work if Mattel isn't like just roast us. Yeah, absolutely. And to my I knowledge, mean, I don't. Brian, you might know this. Is our G.I. Joe and Transformers Mattel? I think they're Hasbro. Yeah, you're right. So this to my knowledge, then this is the first like Mattel IP to be referenced in a movie. Is Battleship Hasbro also? No, I think Battleship is Mattel. OK, well. If they were uh, having creative control in that film, then they really get <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Wait, you saw that? I may be, I may be <laughs> wrong on that. Unfortunately, I did see that. I don't know why we're surprised, though. After, after seeing your top 100 list, nothing surprises me. Nothing should surprise you ever. <laughs> Let's see. Barbie, based on Barbie. That's good stuff. Well, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Is there a Hot Wheels movie? They do Hot Wheels. Not live action. Not live, yeah. Builder. Really? Barney Bob the Builder? Yeah. They have some good IP, man. If they want to do like a, a like funny Mattel universe, there's like lots out there they could do. Like a, I think a Bob the Builder movie in sort of the same vein as this would be pretty funny. Especially for like uh, our generation and maybe a little bit younger than us uh, who grew up with Bob the Builder. They would yeah. eat that shit up. I have a funny story about Gosling accepting the role of Ken. I'm going to try and find the other ones up for this, but according to Ryan Gosling, he accepted the role of Ken after seeing his daughter's Ken doll lying face down in the mud next to a squished lemon. He then took a photo <laughs> of the doll and the lemon and sent it to Greta Gerwig saying, quote, I shall be your Ken. His story must be told. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the amazing. thing. Like they all take it just seriously enough but they know like at the end of the day i'm in a fucking barbie movie like it's not that serious but so is alan an actual doll that they have sorry he he was he if i'm not mistaken was the father of the pregnant barbie um and then they realized that that was an extremely bad idea and what what kid wants to play out that scenario yeah kingsley benadare showing like he just will take such disparate roles to challenge himself. He was in Secret Invasion as this came out, and now he's going to play Bob Marley in about a week or so. 
Well, he's not going to play him then, but that's when the movie comes out. <laughs> like, is it a lie? Wow. Yeah. Live performance. You yeah. know, when I was a kid, I literally thought every time I was seeing a movie that they were like doing that for me then at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of, of something being recorded and edited was not yeah. on my radar. I, I remember well, when I, I saw my sister. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think Cycling and I still believe that if you record a sporting event and rewatch it, mm-hmm. a different outcome might take place. I still pray for that. <laughs> if that time. was only true. Yeah. No, I remember watching Power Rangers as a kid and be like, they change so fast. Like when they morph and my sister's like, you know, they stop the camera, right? And I was like, no, they don't. Why would she ruin that for you? I know. That's like almost as bad as ruining Santa Claus. Yeah, it's fucked up. And this was last week, too. What, what would you ruin about Santa Claus? That's true. Uh, some people think he wears a blue uh, robe instead of red. <laughs> okay it's ridiculous you also, sound insane it's not even a christmas color come on guys i love this is a, incredible again just because of the set like mimicking the actual toys is fantastic <laughs> this is so good she holds up the, the x-ray <laughs> there must have been days on set especially like while they're in barbie lane where like when they yell cut so i mean they know they're making good work but Someone had to be like, if this doesn't fucking connect with people, this is going to look absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I, I just think this is one of those movies, though, like, you can tell the set had to have been so fun. Oh, like, everybody is Banner. having a blast. Yeah. Like, you can't, I Banner. feel like you can't have a bad day on the set. Oh, no, you can't. Banner Alexandra Ship, is she your storm or is Halle Berry? I think Halle Berry, unfortunately. Yeah, probably. Although yeah. I did like her casting. She I did, too. Didn't have- I think it's just because they gave her too much to do. Yeah, I think it's also because uh, X Men and X Two are top fifty movies, if not top twenty five, maybe even top ten wow. movies for me. And so it's very hard to dethrone that that character or that actress in that role. Agreed. This song is such a banger. Like I put this to yeah. my party playlist the second it came out. Dude, I. Was I was talking to my wife about this uh, the other day. We, we, we rewatched this, and uh, the music in this is amazing, top to bottom. Oh, yeah. I'm not a huge, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Lizzo fan, but I got to give props where props no, are she's due. Fun. God. She, Don't bring up Lizzo around Cycli. Yeah, she did. <sighs> she did great in this. There was a weekend my wife and I went to stay with him and his wife, and I think <laughs> every Seattle, third actually. sentence, all Cycli would say is, "Hey, I got a question, guys." <laughs> Why are men great till they gotta be great? It's a good question. I asked our Uber driver that. Gosh. It's, it's, a, it's, it's funny it's to a... me uh, that Emma Mackey is in this because a lot of people say she's like bagged cereal Margot Robbie. Like she, every time you see her in something for like a few seconds, you're like, is that Margot Robbie? Yeah. Well, there's like four girls who all have like, um, who's the other one? Not as famous as Margot Robbie. I'll look it up. Who looks like her? Yeah. Sure. Guys, Banner, do you I'm watch Sex you, Education? Or is, is uh, I watched Thurman? the first couple seasons, um, but I, I kind of fell off. Thurman, I know, is a huge fan of it, though. So are you an Emma Mackey fan? She was also uh, in uh, Death on the Nile. I, I am, yeah. I think she's great. They can steal the show in this entire movie for oh, me. Yeah. Like, I, this I, day I of filming, so I would be like, this is why I became an actor. This is so fucking fun and ridiculous. Like, this makes me want to try and be an actor. Like, we all know I can't be, but 
I want to be what? because no, of this. No, you totally can. Now, see, you kind of sounded sarcastic right there, but you think? Ask, you think I would say that just to embarrass you? I was thinking of Jamie Presley, by the way. It took me a second. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Jamie Presley, like the previous generation's Margot Robbie. Yeah. From, yeah. This is so great. You guys ever think so, about dying? So, <laughs> so I don't know about you guys. So, yeah, like you alluded to about earlier, like how I went and did the Barbenheimer. Guys, people in my theater seeing this one, it was such a fun theater, just like we're talking about how fun the set was. Yeah. Everyone was so into this. But the costumes that people were wearing, the amount of pink that everyone like it was just a joke that was everyone event. was in on yeah it was an event oh, like we was, we bought was so fun i bought i bought, and uh, i got a ken shirt the wife has a barbie shirt we got uh baby banner a barbie um nightgown and we all went and saw it now we were in the very front row which kind of sucked because we were basically looking straight up yeah. um but that front didn't it was still such a fun theater experience like you said Everybody was just having the time of their life. Yeah, Probably that to me top- is like, I know any time where like, even with like big tentpole comic book movies sort of in a pretty serious decline, like is the theater experience in trouble? But when things like Barbie happen, I, I say, no, they're not. And yeah. Mean Girls was kind of the same way when I went a couple weeks ago. This is yeah, probably it's... a top 10, maybe top five theater experience, honestly. Wow. Yeah, it was. When we went at the first showing at Oppenheimer, a guy was all, like, dappered out, like, in one of those, like, 1940s-style suits. That's cool. And then, and then his girlfriend or wife, wherever she was, she was just, like, in this magnificent pink dress. Like, so, like, they were playing both sides. It was awesome. That's, was that's like, amazing. When was the last time I've seen something like this? This is, like, a Sunday afternoon, and, you know, like... Was awesome. The amount of pink sparkly boots in my theater, like I don't know how many it was, but take the over. I'm definitely not thinking about death anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And then the yeah, this version of the song, like you said about Lizzo, this is great too. I just love how they do the like. True to the toys, like there's no actual walls in the house, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she gets down by like just gliding. I like the shower where, where the no water comes out, but like she's clearly taking a <laughs> like, oh my God, it feels so good to get clean right now. I think she got a solid eight hours. I don't know the last time I had eight hours. Yeah, that's probably, she probably got about a seven and a half. it's It's like hook kind of with like the lost boys yeah it is yeah it is so this is a bad day for barbie but this is just like a regular tuesday for a lot of us yeah this is yeah this is a slow tuesday now how expired is the milk though that's the real question that's the other like a day you know yeah like does it smell okay I was so dumb last week. I like poured myself a bowl of cereal and I was like, oh, this is gross. The cereal must be bad. I threw out the cereal and then I was like, you fucking idiot. It was the <laughs> milk. <laughs> I was like so tired. I was like, God what, damn it. What can, bad, what can happen to a cereal and get stale? 
<laughs> I don't know. I guess like the spoonful that I had didn't have much milk in it, so I was like, that's funny. <laughs> it was crunch berries too. Oh, okay. that's so disappointing. I know it was brutal. I had some crunch berries last night. Little little <laughs> midnight snack. It was awesome. This is so great. <laughs> it's like, what are you looking at? They should have released like maybe they did, and I just didn't know. But like a whole line of these outfits that people can buy for the. I'm summer. pretty yeah. I think I'm there was sure but they also, did. Yeah, but they also are all outfits that Barbie has worn. I think. Yeah, I'm 96% sure that every outfit featured on a Barbie in the movie is is an actual costume that the toy has out there at some point in history. And what, 60, 80 yeah. years of, of Barbie? Yeah, of history. Yeah. It's just that, like, it goes back to the set design. Like, that's it's, it's really <laughs> as much of a silly movie this is. Like, <laughs> the amount of detail that went into it is, is great. How many different takes was Greta Gerwig like, all right, dry heave a little bit less, and then we'll do one where we're really, really intense with it. It's hard to undersell a dry heave. Uh. The weird Barbie is a great, because I just love how they like, I mean, we, we, you know, growing up had our toys, made our own stories for our toys, did things to our toys uh moved them around cut hair like drew on them and i just love like they allude to this like it's so great we all oh, yeah. did this i remember i had great for the role. i had a i had a stuffed animal it was a donkey and it had like long hair and i remember i cut the hair and as soon as i did i was so upset because i realized it wouldn't grow back yeah and i and i i immediately regretted cutting the hair i did that In fact, to this day i still cracker. regret it yeah, we, it, we I think you told me it's Christmas. it's the biggest regret of your life. <laughs> yeah, Sarah has no other regrets, which no. probably speaks more to like you probably made some pretty good choices after it's a really that. good life. He's had. Yeah, my sister still gets mad at me for the nutcracker every Christmas. She's like, I can't believe you did that. I was like, I thought the hair was going to grow back. Yeah, I was I supposed to know the dog the taking a dump. <laughs> Kids crave real like when we got Tamagotchis, they weren't cool until they took a shit. Tamagotchis, man, that takes me back. She's so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> what in the fuck? That when you enter Banner's house, that's how he greets you. <laughs> that's actually very true. I wish I was that like athletic and agile to this day. Just just imagine you're sliding into first base and you can do anything. I actually had a doctor's appointment the other day and uh, it was like a physical or whatever. And he said, all right, uh, bend down and touch your touch your toes. <laughs> and I just goes, I bro, I, was this fucking no. Olympics. Yeah, I was like, I wait, no, I can't. I've never had a doctor. Ask OK, that. doctor, do two backflips. Beat yeah. LeBron James one on one. Like, what are, is this a wait, physical or like trying to beats prove, of though? I don't know. He just said. He was like, "All right, do this, do that." Like, I don't was know. He testing. behind you? Was he making it sexual? Like, what? yeah, it, it was. It was weird. He did tell me to also make sure I kept eye contact with him the whole time. That's I didn't know so that. Yeah, that I just, uh, I just, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I figure he's the doctor. He's the expert. Just do what he says. My doctor also makes me sign an NDA before, which seems totally normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean like, that's aren't you that's like HIPAA under... laws. I was like, wait a second, aren't we doing HIPAA here? What's the NDA for? But dude, I couldn't touch my toes like in my physical prime, like in high school no. when I was playing sports. No. 
I he, I literally looked at him and I just said, I no, I can't. And he goes, Well, can you touch your knees? Maybe. Well, yeah, my knees. Yeah, because I can bring that difference. up to my hand. <laughs> Sad and mushy and complicated. <laughs> Her How math is get... like better than a lot of a lot of Americans could draw. Oh, no, I the think. World. Yeah. <laughs> How they get from Barbie Land to the real world is incredible as well. Yeah. Also, why does Weird Barbie have assistants? I never, like, I was always wondering, like, who are these other people who are helping her? It's like a college internship program, yeah. I think. You, you gotta you go deal like with Weird Barbie. Hours. It's unpaid, though, which is unfortunate. Well, yeah. I made of money. I think Spain is just, like, off in the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean, looking at the map. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, between really Africa just... and Asia. <laughs> It's weird like. because the Birkenstock's nice. <clears throat> like casting Will Ferrell on this, and obviously he hasn't shown up yet. But when I saw the the trailer, like I used to, I love like you know back in the heyday Will Ferrell. But he's been one of those guys that I feel like for like the last decade, everyone's like, yeah, we got too much of him. Kind of keep him out of stuff. But I think he works pretty well in this. Oh yeah, I I mean we'll talk. I don't know if you guys. I think we Jeff, you and I had talked about like the online theory that Will Ferrell is the same. He's the buddy from Elf who yeah. stayed in the real world, and this is the job he got. If you actually think about it, it makes sense because, like, Buddy would want to work at a toy factory, and his eccentricness and everything like that really makes sense. So I was like, I was like, I really like that theory. It's like the Leonardo DiCaprio movies are all related. Well, you love all those theories. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all one universe. Not a Will Ferrell fan, guys. Never really have been. Ever? Not he, even he, need more he, cowbell? He has... He has roles, and there are bits that I like, but as a whole, not a fan. That's fair. I always have a soft. And stance. and you guys know my stance on Elf. I fucking hate Elf. I hate Elf too. Yeah, I and can't. And now I can't. joining us on the pod is Will Ferrell. <laughs> hey, hey, <clears throat> what the fuck, guys? <laughs> Big fan, man. Big fan. <laughs> That's what Stephen A. Smith would do. Will, we love your work. It's absolutely unprecedented. You're undaunted. You're unmitigated. <laughs> what? Just saying words. Does that even that mean? Don't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I always have a soft spot. Yeah, he can be much sometimes. But this is like, he's like your younger brother that you're like, guys, he's he's harmless. I, yeah. I've always. I mean, I do I think, think I got movies very... that like grow on me. I did get. I think I I was very much a victim of the will ferrell fatigue where he was oh yeah we all got that and i just have never gotten over it i think jeff and i were peaking the fatigue like when step brothers but then we revisited a few years later and then found that we enjoyed it it's like maybe there's just too much will ferrell at that time that we didn't we couldn't enjoy that The like absurd uh, fake tan that ryan gosling has know, right now is amazing so good it's so good um, a Simu Liu fact, we just passed this scene, but according to IMDb, Simu Liu showed that he could do a backflip back with a demonstration during dance rehearsals. Ryan Gosling's jealous reaction inspired Greta Gerwig to rivalize their Kens in the story. Oh, that's oh, awesome. all right. Yeah, for her, that's that's great visual just to be like, see things and like not be so married to a script, like let the, let the script right. come to you kind of thing. 
Because Ken's art, he Ken has a lot going on in this movie. Like you did, I mean, and it's not too much to add the rival with rivalry with Simu Liu's Ken, but it does make sense. Like that's part of the toxic masculinity part. Is like, yeah, we're bros, but at the same time, every minor thing we do can turn into a dick measuring contest. See, and that's what I'm saying. I think this is a story about Ken told from Barbie's point of view. Watch I'll for cellulite. That's what I. My wife tells me every day when I leave for work. What? Watch for cellulite. Oh. <laughs> and do you? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, well, again, the set here, how big she is compared to the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He has like her pajamas on. <laughs> I'm coming with you. Oh, so Midge, this is crazy, is played by Emerald Fennel. She directed Saltburn. Oh, really? Oh, that's, that's cool. A and vastly different. Woman, you guys have seen that. <laughs> and what? Say that again. Have you seen Promising Young Woman? Oh yeah, that movie. Oof. Directed that too. Yeah. Real world this way. <laughs> Is there? There was. There's nobody better than Gosling for this role, right? In terms of like the way he delivers it, absolutely. Like you can that, get a lot of guys. I mean, I can see like Chris Pine doing this. Yeah. But I think Ryan Gosling has enough. I don't know, like self awareness that he can play the role. Like he was perfect for the role. I think there's a few others who could do it too. But I think just Ryan Gosling being like in on his own joke is the best part. So this was like the and image, he, what the first image we got from the movie, like them yeah. rollerblading yeah. down Venice Beach. And having no That's fucking idea what it was, we're like, what? The guy slapping your ass is sadly like too realistic. Yeah. Guys, I could, I would totally rock what Ken's well, wearing well, right now. What's funny is, have you guys ever been to Venice Beach? Because I have. And I, I have. promise you... That people dress like this rollerblading would not get the attention that they're getting. No. Like it is, it, you yeah. see everything. This is there. this is a slow Tuesday at Venice. Yeah, Beach. <laughs> this is like it's like in New York normal. City. Like no one has time to fucking worry about the like, weird quote unquote weird shit someone else is wearing. The whole strip in this area of LA is like literally you're gonna see everything you can imaginable. <clears throat> but I, I can't imagine like the weekend. Or like the week after this debuted, how many of these outfits you would see you oh actually saw on Venice Beach? One hundred percent. And there's no undertone of violence. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> A construction Great site, experience. yeah. We need that yeah. good feminine energy. <laughs> Which appears to be double. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a vagina, and he does not have a penis. <laughs> we don't have genitals. That's okay. I like the guy. He's like, that's okay. <laughs> I have all the genitals. That's again, un again, that is not uncommon for Venice Beach. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
all the genitals or no genitals. Either way. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so fucked up. I'm yeah, why does she get arrested for this, by the way? Yeah, you can't just l not let someone sexually assault you. Why are the cops even getting involved? They have nothing else to do in L.A.? Come on. There's no gangs in L.A. Yeah. This is giving yep. me, like, serious Back to the Future 3 vibes. Yeah. <laughs> He's so happy. <laughs> the fingerprinting probably feels, you know, warm and gooey or cold and gooey on his hands. <laughs> The way he like tries to stand and look all the time is so. Yeah, he's like, "What's a way to look things. pensive?" <laughs> he's like, he hasn't. He's like, I just don't know what to do. Anywhere? Can I go that way? <laughs> that would be anywhere. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that would be like us in our relationships. Like, can I leave? Yeah, yeah. Don't go far. Fine. <laughs> I got to say, like, the big thing that I think Greta Gerwig had to do with directing this is, and maybe she didn't even know on set, but it's like, how do you direct these actors where their characters are, like, fish out of water to the max, but they're also not, like, dumb? Yeah, that's true. Because it, it, it could very quickly turn into, like, a, that remake of The Three Stooges, where it's yeah. like, okay, what oh, did you yeah. just, like, ate poop off the sidewalk? Like, what are we doing? You have to be naive enough, but not unaware. Right. His, like, it's realization of, of men right here, like, that light bulb moment, the way he plays <laughs> this is amazing. Like, he's, this, this is great. And again, that scene, like, you're directing him and he's not looking at anything. Reagan, Clinton, horses. Yeah, what the fuck is this montage <laughs> at this office? <laughs> and then just, like, a horse. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. The guy Absolutely. pinning his coworker in an arm wrestling match is the best. <laughs> like we're doing that during work hours. Um, I think it's she's coming up. Banner is it Ariana Greenblatt who plays the daughter of America Ferrera in this? Who is in like literally everything? She was young Ahsoka. She was in sixty five, and Shh. she is young Gamora in Infinity War. Yeah, she is red fucking hot right now. Like, buy the stock in her, because she's... Yeah, I already agree yeah. that. She's going to be like the next Jenna Ortega. Except better, I think. I don't think she's going to be as typecast as Jenna Ortega. Maybe not. Jenna Ortega is very much, like, slasher, horror, gothic. Like, that's all she's ever done. Where... Yeah. Um... I think I think she's got the potential to branch out and be more like a Zendaya, if you will. Mm -hmm. Wow, making big claims here. I also think she's prettier than Jenna Ortega, which will go a long way. No, nope, I'm not trying to be mean. I I've never found the Jenna Ortega like she's an incredible actress. But yeah, maybe because she's so young, I just haven't just don't find her attractive. This is kind of intense. That's the thing, like. Again, like you said at the at the top, like this movie can be a straight comedy, but there are there are some serious moments and and good acting, really. Like this is not the same acting that you have at, at Barbie World or Barbie Land. 
and it all yeah. works her, very well. Yeah, her seeing that guy get dumped in the park. I I don't I think I brought this up before on pod. I have this weird um like ability to a lot of times in public I see breakups happening. Well, yeah, that's because you go to Fuddruckers, which is the national headquarters of breakups. That's true. They've actually <laughs> asked me to leave. They say you need to order something. I'm just here to watch people dump each other. Just, just so everyone knows, that's a reference to Jeff and I would go to Fuddruckers because we knew someone was breaking up with someone and we'd purposely go and watch it happen. Multiple also, they times. have good shakes. No. They do have good <laughs> shakes. I love that, telling this woman she's beautiful. Like, I, I love her reaction. <laughs> I know so it. Great. There is some, another thing, some movies do it so well. The amount of, like, honesty and the beauty, like, they, like, just, like, the emotion involved and something that's so silly. Um, Like, I mean, later on, we're going to get it again. Like, there's times in this movie where you're, like, almost tearing up. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Men rule the world. She's at school. What did you say? Oh, I didn't say anything. (laughs) I forgot they go to her school. I love how the cubicles are nothing but walls. And like there's, there's no way get to get in. into the cubicle. You have to be airlifted in or like a, a claw machine. Okay, but in. honestly, I only worked in a cubicle like a few months ever or a few years ever in my career. But I would prefer just being walled in compared to like 100% wall where like everyone can see you, but you feel like you have a space, but you're not private at all. 100 percent i i i do work in a cubicle and yes if it could if i could have a even like i don't even care like there's no top and people can look over the over the top just like some sort of door or barrier yeah exactly is would be extremely nice i i want these guys peeking over like wilson and home improvement well there's like it's either it's either two extremes it's like i either want complete privacy or like those open concepts like where everyone's sitting on a beanbag. I'm like, I just, I just don't like the faux privacy. I, it's just like, it's the false sense of your own space. It just drives me crazy. Now, America Ferreira, like one of her first things was sisterhood of the traveling pants, right? Yeah. Which she is, she is once and I liked, I actually find that like it didn't, I don't remember the movie at all. I just, I just remember being like, it's actually not that bad. Crippling shame, Barbie. <laughs> um, she hasn't really done a whole lot as of late. Um, has she? No, I saw her in one other thing recently. It's yeah, drumsticks is so like good corporate douche minutia to add to this. I I, I love again that Mattel's willing to make them make fun of themselves, showing an all male boardroom. Where the where the female empowerment and the the boardroom desk or the boardroom table is a heart. Yeah, <laughs> <Incredible>. <laughs> like, like honestly, props of Mattel. Like they could have easily just done this as a propaganda piece. They got made. They made fun of themselves. I think at the end of the day, like Barbie, obviously over the course of what eighty years or sixty years or however long Barbie's been around, they have taken enough shit where, like. You know what? We've already taken the brunt of it. We've taken the most heat. Doesn't matter. Like, we know who we are. We're not going to change. So let's just have fun with it. Yep. <laughs> the me- the message going around both sides of the table is hilarious. <laughs> Playing with <laughs> telephone. 
Yeah, I'm looking at her filmography. She America Ferrera. Like I didn't know she did a lot of voice acting. Yeah, uh, How to Train really Your Dragon. She yeah. was in Dumb Money, which I recently saw about the Reddit stock thing. Oh yeah, with the AMC and, and uh, GameStop. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the GameStop stock through Reddit. Uh, there's a Warner yeah. Brothers. Was Discovery. it? Was it? I thought it was like Red Hood or no Reddit. There was they, or they Robin all, Hood. Robin Hood. Where, That's what yeah. it was. They did it on Robin Hood, yeah. but they all con- like came up with this idea on Reddit, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where Paul Dano's character ha- he's like a like Reddit legend in the movie. I never watched it. There's a, it's pretty good. I liked it. Sebastian Stan plays the Robin Hood guy, Banner, which you might like. Oh, nice. Uh, there's a Warner Brothers Discovery Tower in the background. It's kind of so like they're even willing to be a little bit in on the joke, or at least in the background of, of the joke. <laughs> did, Brian, as someone who doesn't like Will Ferrell, like, did how did you find his performance in this movie? It was small enough. It was just above a cameo, so it was fine. And I think that's I think I've learned that's how I like my Will Ferrell in small doses as a supporting of a supporting role, not not a main role or even a supporting role. Just what? he's in it. He can be his crazy self for five, ten minutes, and that's it. Of course, he is turned up to eleven, which is the is the thing. If it doesn't work for you at that energy level, then you're gonna be turned off. Uh, going back a little bit, he referenced this is just like Skipper at Key West. If I'm not mistaken, Skipper is uh, Barbie's little sister. Um, oh, Barbie has a sister. Barbie has a little sister. Yes. Oh, interesting. The more you but know. you have to, you have to. If I'm not mistaken, you have to know the uh, the cartoons that are very prominent on Netflix um, to know that. I I, 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 I didn't I even heard. know there was like Barbie cartoons before all of them. Are oh, they like dude, 3D like a, animation? Uh, yeah, they're like the, like, uh, I would say kind of like Boss Baby. Um, like gotcha. that that style, yeah. I like that. Like these girls aren't like, okay, who paid you like to come do this? Or like mm-hmm. it's L.A. Like clearly, like so this woman can just walk onto our campus. Yeah, like, yeah, and just. Jeff, you work out of school. You're a teacher. Like, wouldn't you guys be shut down if this happened? Yeah, we don't have outdoor lunch, which probably mitigates a lot of this. Someone can't just like <laughs> walk up to the kids, like, "Hey, what's up?" Just came <laughs> off the streets doing? of L.A. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? Let's <laughs> see you later. Very inconspicuous with the all pink, as well. She'll blend in. Yeah. Honestly, though, like with the way that some high school kids dress these days. Like, are you 15 or are you 35? I can't tell. Dude, all they wear are sweatpants. It's ridiculous. Is that and Josh Giddy on the pod? <laughs> wow. He's in the background at a table. <laughs> He's like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. That's a, that was a good one. I think that's going to go over a lot of people's heads, but that, that was yeah, very well, that, That's a little bit inside baseball, yeah. Yeah. And and that one's not going to age well, but uh, that was, that was very good. That's going to age fine. It's going to age fine. I love the you're fascist. <laughs> and this is them. This is them acknowledging, like, yes, look, we fucked up in the past. We understand what we've done. Like, this is us telling ourselves, this is what, this is our problem. This is our flaw. 
Yeah. And now the rest of the movie, we're going to try and fix it. But it's interesting to me because, like, it, 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 if you actually do break down Barbie, it is a fun – outside of this movie and beforehand, I think a lot of people would be like, well, Barbie's a stereotypical, like, perfect woman, big boobs, blonde hair, No whatever. vagina. No, you know, like – and then it's really funny, though, like, Barb, but what is Mattel trying to do with Barbie? But they also, like, do have a bunch of Barbies, different careers and things like that. So it's, like, it's almost feminist and anti-feminist at the same time, like – Barbie can be whatever you want it to be. So you Horses. can insult Barbie if you wanted to, and you can credit Barbie if you want to as like, as a powerful doll. So it's, it is it's a really good question before the movie came by. And I love that the movie addresses it. Well, yeah. And I think it does the same thing for Ken. Like it really does play both sides. Mm-hmm. So that's why the people that like, it, I don't want to say it's like not political because it definitely has like a message, but I also think it does do a pretty good job of trying to present like the counter argument to what it's saying too. At least I didn't take it as I know, like a lot of men, and I I don't think they're necessarily like way off base, but they did kind of feel like it. It is a little bit men bashing at times. There is that one speech, like kind of towards the end. I can't remember. I think it's America Ferrera's character who gives it, where it's like a little bit holier than now, and I'm like, all right, you're kind of losing me here. But for the most part, like Ken realizes now that he's in the real world, he's like, wow, my whole life I've just been like glossed over. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think the point is to be like, Barbie Land is the polar opposite of real world, right? Like what the women go through in Barbie in real world, or what the men go through in Barbie Land. And uh, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, like obviously we're gonna get a little bit of that as like the men bashing, but at the same time it's like, I don't know, are are we bashing anything like real or kind of like like he's talking about here, like you know, getting these jobs and he's he's expecting this kind of treatment just because he's a man it's kind of funny like well, well, well and then when they do the say? it's kind of weird because when they do the mojo dojo casa house like that almost feels like as opposed to being the antithesis of what we have in the real world it's just like a, a sort of like a closer look at like being a man also sucks sometimes like if you go out with your friends and i don't know you show any emotion at all or like I know. Cry, you're considered a fucking pussy. Like, oh, well, you should be driving a monster truck and having a 15-inch <laughs> dick. You can't cry. But you don't do that. You can't hug your kid and <laughs> tell him you love him. No, it's absolutely, I mean, like, why men have higher suicide rates and all these things is, like, it's, like, obviously women have been through way more than men have. But, like, men have also, like, we talk about it all the time, my wife and I. You, we, I, I think the, the three of us and, and the other guys on the pod, we're rare. Like, you and I will text each other all the time, actually ask how each other's doing, like, open up to each other dude there's a lot of guys who don't have that it also helps that we have all known each other for the better part of 20 years it has but dude i know people who have known each other that long too who who don't don't interact that way that's true i mean how many we're almost worse because they're like well we've yeah they're almost like well we've never said we love each other or care about each other so i can't start start now now. no i start now like not when i got last in fantasy football yeah like how are you? Like, honestly, like, how many guys actually ask that, like, genuinely speaking? I, I've always thought, I've right. told my wife this, like, I'm really lucky to have friends like you guys because, like, I've never felt that way. But I see too many people who are like that. For sure. For sure. They said, don't get, like, you're in a car. If you want to follow them, don't get out and <laughs> Don't walk get out of the them. car, I know. <laughs> Could that uh, sedan Could that be SUV any have been more closer? Damn, I was you. about to say, like, get off my <laughs> ass. Like, maybe I should add that to my my public service announcement. Like, don't tailgate the person okay. in front of you, either. Like, pull over for emergency vehicles and travel <laughs> at a safe distance behind the car in front of you. 
I love how as Will Ferrell stands up, he like pushes <laughs> is, the guy this next is to great. Down just fucking dunks it on her face. I love she's like, I'm not used to, that's a great line. I'm not used to having anything in that. <laughs> but yeah, no, Jeff, that was a, I love Will Ferrell just casually pushing. I wonder if that was even scripted. <laughs> like, Will Ferrell's like, Probably no, you're not. gonna sit. He's like, I would not let this guy stand up. Um, the, is Will Ferrell, so this is what, another thing I wonder, I, I can't remember his character's name, but that's not the actual name of like the CEO of Mattel, is it? I, I would have to doubt it, but I think his, okay. I think in the show, Maybe? he's just the CEO of Mattel. I don't think he's like okay. credited with a name. on a rocket ship but how many different modes of travel do we need to get back home i like how he was getting sick in the bag too on the <laughs> uh on the boat at the um at my theater uh, there's it's an amc that i go to they had like a photo op thing outside like where you like get your tickets and one of them was like you could stand in the barbie box and get your picture taken. Did you do it? Uh, I actually was going to. The line was just like insane when we were there. <laughs> I love this. We, but again, that's again, like Mattel making fun of themselves here is great. We had exactly. a woman CEO in the 90s for a minute. <laughs> it's just all probably true. I haven't looked it up, but it probably is. It's pretty genius. And again, like I know so many of these big like companies who have like you know, stockholders and investors to care about are so nervous about like any negative uh, like depiction of them in any type of media. But it's just it's it's so fucking genius that they're willing to be like, yeah, make fun of us, whatever. Like if it's serves the story well and the movies <laughs> talked about, like we're willing yeah. to, be, to be pushed yeah. down on. By the way, I love how in that whole rant he goes, and some of my best friends are Jewish. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with women at all. I have black friends. Yeah. The guy gets in like she's a dog. Like, show her how to do it. She's having the best day. <laughs> Did it ever say that on the box? I have to imagine. I love, like, this, that's great. The ties. saying like i need to go for my check my hair is perfect something that all men would be like yeah yeah absolutely of course you need to yeah, do you that. know what and probably not a bad idea to just run it once over you know <laughs> the way that they run is hilarious will ferrell has perfected the ridiculous run i have to say like his hands like perfectly flat yeah exactly he's got a good he's got a good high high knee as well Oh, he always runs. I, I love that they're all doing the high knees. <laughs> Why did he have such a, like, he's like, I love how he realizes, he's like, wait a second, I'm chasing her. It's like, God okay, damn one, it. One thing that I think needs to be discussed at length is the Aqua song Barbie Girl. Now, mm -hmm. it was used like very briefly in the trailer, like the main trailer at the very end. Are you surprised that it was not? To my knowledge, it's not in the movie and not it's, a part of the, it. The end credits theme, it's in the end credits plays, but it's the remake. 
I think I, I don't know this to be fact. This is all just me making assumptions, but I would think it has something to do with the fact that Lizzo is is in it and did some original songs for the movie. Why they omitted it for the most no, part. It, it's literally the end credits, but it's the Nicki Minaj I Spice version. Right, which is end. not that and I don't recognize that. Good. I do not I, recognize I remember, that. Yeah. Well, I remember getting at least like the inkling. I can't I can't remember the exact quotes, but I remember getting the feeling that for some reason the Greta Gerwig and the people who made the movie were not fans of the song or like the message. How are you not a fan of that song? Wait, of I don't original? give a fuck what the message is. Right, it's amazing. Of the aqua. The, the Ice Spice Nicki Minaj is like 10 times more graphic. What are you talking about? Like, that's insane. No, I don't think it's that it was too graphic. I feel like the, the and again, I haven't broken down the lyrics in at least. We should, we should have an episode special episode. <laughs> <to break down. laughs> but next week's uh, chest day. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess the Aqua one was like kind of giving like the opposite message that they wanted, where the girl's like, objectify me. I made that lyric up, but that might be. Yeah, I was song. like, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I was just saying. Sil- that must be the remix. It works. Wait, what? I was like, Objective by like me. <laughs> I don't think you're far off. That would be hilarious. Probably not. I mean, there's a lot of innuendo. Some entendres, maybe a double. Maybe, maybe of the double variety. Yeah, the double variety. <laughs> what do you guys think of the uh, Rhea Perlman decision to cast her? I love it. I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. I think it's fun to have, like, obviously she's not the creator, but, like, just allude yeah. to the creator. Somebody that represents I, that. Yeah. I almost wish that this was Helen Mirren, because then her narrating the movie would almost have, like, an extra Rick cool. That's true. I wonder why they I didn't wonder why that. they didn't do that. Helen Mirren's too hot. You put her in there, and you're like, oh, damn. Give me just that version. Inside that fridge is Indiana Jones. Yeah, well, the nuclear just, bomb just is about stop. to go off. Just so. stop, please. <laughs> I don't need Banner, to I get that. Banner, I don't know how, but I got signed up for these, like, surveys that Disney Plus will send me, like, once a month. And they ask, oh, like, my stuff that, I, <laughs> stuff that I've watched. And they claim, I've been doing them for, like, two years. They claim that, like, every month they give out, like, a bunch of $25 Visa gift cards. No, but I've never got. There's not a chance in hell. Didn't think so. But <laughs> this oh, last no one. key card. <laughs> Motherfuck. <laughs> Uh, but this last one they sent me, they asked me about uh, the Indiana Jones franchise because they said, we noticed you haven't streamed Dial of Destiny yet. And I told them, like, I watched it in theaters. Also, it was fine, but I still have the taste of Crystal Skull in my mouth. <laughs> God. Him just throwing it. <laughs> Don't get me started on Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I... We should do a commentary on some of these movies that we hate. We should. Oh, I would. I don't know that I. I have. I saw that movie in theaters, and I have never watched it again. Nor do I think I could sit through it. Yeah. When Shia LaBeouf starts swinging through the vines of the forest like a fucking monkey, I. I just it loses me. Have I think I blocked this out? I think we did do a commentary on Last Jedi. I think I just blocked it out because like it was. We did. We did do it. Yeah. 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 I was like, it was was a dark time for the pod. Oh, and such Crystal Skull, what a waste of... Post. Oh, God, yeah, that was like a funeral, basically. I kind of want to go re-listen to our, like, post-review. Because we all saw, like, <laughs> Banner and I were together. Uh, I think we did, like, the 30-minute review of the movie right after. I think Geiger yeah. Geiger and uh, Horns, you guys saw it together, too, right? Yes. Yep. And I, I think we saw it the same night, obviously. It was all the... Yeah. 
I'll never forget that. Like I was hating the movie and I thought I was alone. And I look at my phone halfway through the movie and I had gotten a text from horns and he's like, guys, what the fuck is this movie? And immediately in my head, I was like, thank God. Like I thought I was crazy. I remember because I, even the prequels up to that point in my life, I had never hated a star Wars movie. No, no. I remember, I remember cycling. You looked back at me at one point and you go, what is this? It was around the casino scene. Oh, I was going to say the casino scene or when Leia is like floating through space. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's early too. When Luke uh, milked yeah, I think it was Manatee's tit. That's when I God, was full. That's when it really starts. But That would be a good argument. Which sucks more, The Last Jedi or Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Because honestly, I don't know that I can pick. I think that's a good new pod subject to like compare movies that instead of comparing movies we love, like, you know, yeah. You know, when they say directors make like a love letter to either like a certain film or like a franchise, Ryan Johnson did the opposite of that with the last Jedi. He basically made like a scathing, like, uh, it was a suicide note. (laughs) Well, no, he was like laughing at us for thinking star Wars was cool. He basically like infiltrated Lucasfilm, got to make his movie and said, you guys are fucking losers. (laughs) By the way, I love, when she does this, the brake thing and the cars go, it always makes me think of uh, Pineapple Express, where they do that, and then the car it stops with yeah. them. He's like, what yeah. the car, he's like, in the movies, they fly right by <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. In that movie, when he gets the fucking slushy on his windshield and the wipers yeah. don't work, it's <laughs> so fucking like, And his foot is stuck through the windshield. I forgot there's like a decent car chase in this. Yeah. This is a, yeah. As a as a big car chase fan, this is a decent one. I think these kind of scenes too, Banner, for you are going to hit hard in about eight years, five. You know, like a lot of this, like we can't relate to, but I can understand because we've been on the other side of it. Is like that disconnection as a teenager from your parents. Yeah, where mm-hmm. you know, like your parents, you've always been best friends with your kid, and they are obsessed with you, and they look at you as their heroes, and they're getting to you know they start getting older and look at you like hey you're so annoying you're not cool like you're embarrassing yeah. me like i know i know everything and you don't know anything yeah like right. i think that's like I well that's why it was that. so funny and, right there where america Ferrera like ducks down and they're running from people but she says to her daughter you look so pretty right now it's like mom shut up yeah <laughs> i think that's a hard pill to swallow I, I mean i look back and i'm like man i was a jerk oh yeah teaching those kids every day i can definitely uh yeah you're at the most like you teach those kids in the middle of it dude i don't know how you do it they're so fucking cool (laughs) that used to be us (laughs) yeah what happened (laughs) dude i have to say i I don't have they announced oscar nominations yet not yet i think tuesday if this doesn't get a nom for best costuming the whole fucking i mean the thing's broken anyway that's why the broskers are the real awards but this has to be like I don't know usually much about costuming and makeup, but I know they had like a template of the toys to work off of, but translating them to live action is a totally different beast and they fucking yeah. crushed it. Well, I and they have there's, to get a set design too. Sorry, go there's ahead. A billion, there's a billion of them, right? Yeah, and finding ways to like integrate, and I know the story is like nonsensical anyway, but ways to integrate them into the story where it like at least kind of makes sense. First step is always rollerblading. <laughs> I don't know the last time I rollerbladed. That was such a thing when we were kids. Like, dude, that was going to the skating was. rink. In going to the skating rink was amazing. Oh yeah, I I could never ice skate, but I used to be pretty fucking good. I could good on never ice skate either. 
Could you guys go backwards? No. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't either. On rollerblades, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I could. Not like fast, but like when we would play like street hockey, I lived in a cul-de-sac in Seattle, so we got to we could play hockey without having to worry about like cars coming by. Car! Um, yeah. <laughs> Car, yeah. Game on! <laughs> this right here is when everything picks up for me. Yeah. Is that our president serving <laughs> beer? <laughs> You That's know what? I'd vote for I that president. Be. Yeah, I would. The cheering like, squad is the Supreme Court. <laughs> okay, I love this. You guys know that he was uh, John Cena was in the movie because he was filming a movie on the next set. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like, the only was, reason he, he was yeah, in it? Yeah, he really Fast wanted to be. He's like, yeah. he literally was just like, found a reason to be in it. Like, just because he was next door and she was like, all right, like, we got a part for yeah. you. I read he was doing Fast X reshoots on the Universal Yeah, that's what it was. Because, a lot. Yeah, because he was not. So you, you remember earlier in the movie, they did the, bar, the, the mermaids coming out of the water and waving and he wasn't part of that. Right. So like the fact that he was in that, like, I think he has one more scene during the Ken scene later. But yeah, he, he basically just came over from next door and was like, I really want to be in this. Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but I kind of want to get your guys' interpretation of this. So I, it was either the Golden Globes or the Critics' Choice. Is that Nat Wolf, by the way? No, it's not. I thought it was the guy from Hereditary on the left. Um, and the, I can't remember, is, was it just called the Ken's song, the big one, that, the number that they sing later? I, I Yeah, I don't know. If yeah, I don't know. I've never looked up the official name. So that one, uh, like, best original song, that is Nat Wolf. I'm just Ken is the name of the song. Okay. What was Gosling's reaction when it won? Like, what do you guys interpret I, yeah, that? I think was he pissed like, that they have to perform it at the Oscars now? Or was he like, we shouldn't I have won? I think he was like, guys, this does not deserve best song. Okay. <laughs> like, it's a great song, but I don't know if it's like. Uh, Kendom I, Saloon I, I is the best name of a bar also. Mm hmm. This, if you're going to tell me right now this is not going to be the most popular Halloween costume, you're out of your fucking mind. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I feel like Ken and Barbie, like, throughout the years, is a, is a steady, solid, uh, it's a steady, solid, like, couple's costume already. Yeah. Like, prior to the movie coming out. Oh, Kingsley yeah. Benadire wearing a belt over sweatpants is incredible, too. <laughs> There's so much little subtle things in this movie that could easily go unnoticed, but add so much to it like that, like a like a belt over some sweatpants. Executive number two. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. And the least creepy way possible. <laughs> you think I spent my whole life in boardrooms because of money? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Some brewski beers. We gotta start calling them that. Well, I, my I bride wife. Like, everything that means the same thing, like Mojo Dojo, Casa yeah. House, like everything has beer. Everything it's has so to be great. named in a in a redundant way. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's just like something like so subtle because it's like what fancy what people think sounds fancy and you're like actually that Oops. makes you sound really dumb <laughs> speaking of redundant did you see they have a foosball table sitting on top of the foosball table yep. 
You're a doctor. <laughs> and we need one of those like little paddles that holds a bunch of shots. <laughs> Him putting like the uh, the golf <laughs> club like in his in his pants like a like a sword. Also, it's amazing. That's just fucking cool. Yeah, he's just holding a beer, a golf club, a volleyball, and boxing gloves. And that's Mortal Kombat Two, the arcade game that Ken's. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's that's great. <laughs> Not now. I do that's awesome. want that for my basement. Century City. <laughs> There's just a montage of horses in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the great subtle additions again to the like if you pay attention to all the other things going on in the background, it's fantastic. Well, and earlier they had the Mount Rushmore that was uh horse faces. Horses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is he wearing like a WWE Ken belt? <laughs> yeah, essentially. I don't know if it's just a belt, like it. but like or is yeah. that his pants? I think that's his pants. Just has Ken over the <laughs> lack of genitals. <laughs> now I wear six watches. <laughs> but I do like how it, it, like Jeff, you said this earlier, kind of like makes fun of like what the idea of what it is to be a man, right? Like I have to be into this and this, and it can't be emotional. Well, that's what's so genius about, like, the analogous way they flip the real world and Barbie world. So men and women's roles are reversed in each of them. But it also shows, like, how, like, in groups, we sort of fuck up, like, what we think we have to do to be accepted. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if one of the Kens right now wasn't, like, hanging out at the Mojo Dojo Casa house, lifting weights and drinking brewski beers, they would be a pariah. <laughs> It's like, why has like no, that? why has no like uh, brewery come out with a six pack of brewski beers? I, I have to imagine that like it's just a missed opportunity. Is coming down hard on anyone who tries to do that. Yeah, I but mean, also make if you're Mattel, them, make a deal with them. Right. Oh yeah, exactly. Have it call it brewski beers. Have a all pink label, put a big B Dude. on the top of it. It it's could so taste like cow piss, and we would all be drinking one right now. Look, it could taste it could taste worse than Wildcat Ice, and I would still Jesus. buy it. Okay, relax, pig's eye. God, oh, pig's eye. Drink and it's like I remember one time when we when we visited you in your college town, we went to a CVS and got what was the one that was? It was made in the big city near your college town, and it was two dollars. Big Flats. Oh God. Do you remember Big I, Flats? I just no, threw up in my mouth I don't a little. Want to. <laughs> I don't want to getting 30 packs. Like when a 30 pack is $12, you're like, this cannot be good. Like, this is literally. Thurman and I went, yeah. Thurman and I went to a Walmart in our college, in our college town, and they had like a bit, it was like uh, in a goofy movie when he sees the blue light special on the fisherman bobblehead and he knows he has to go to Lake Destiny, Idaho. There was a Keystone Light 30 pack that was on sale for $11.49. God. Oh. Guess if we bought it or not. You bought it and enjoyed it. How much was a 30 pack of Lost Lake back in the day? I think they paid you if you. I was going to say like <laughs> six bucks. Those usually were like 
Yeah, I'll just call like fill all the supplies. Um, no, I think usually all those beers are like thirteen, fourteen dollars because like for a thirty pack, you're like, hey, dude, that's like fifty cents a beer. Like in college, that went. Hey, it did the job. That's Comment. like what a bar gets them for at cost. Yeah. In college, I hate you don't to keep give a shit, man. No, you don't. I hate to keep jumping ahead, but there's. I, I want to ask you guys your opinion on this because when we get to it, we might be like talk about something else so there is one there's a few like breaking the fourth wall moments but one of them that i thought was really really risky because calling attention to it is like sort of uh, self-defeatist it's when i don't know if they do it through text or if helen Mirren says it but where they say like the irony of casting margot robbie in the barbie yeah. role and then having that scene where they talk about how like she's flawed what did you guys think about that i thought it was um, funny. perfect yeah <laughs> I do agree it was I a big it, risk, but I think that they pulled it off flawlessly. Yeah. Pun intended. I think it goes into the idea that even these like perfect women aren't perfect. Like we look at these women as like they're like just idyllic and, and just like nothing wrong with them. And it like pokes fun at that. And while Margot Robbie looks to us as this like perfect character is like, you know, of course she has her own flaws and issues. She's, she's like, like what? Maybe one know. mistake she's never made in her she life. She has like two Oreos. Besides birds of instead prey. Instead of one. <laughs> Wait, you mean Harley Quinn's excellent adventure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can we just say real quick, like a 30 second tangent. That, I'm going to be 80 years old and it's going to fucking blow my mind that Warner Brothers did that. Released the movie. No one went to see it. So they said, all right, change the t literal title of the movie and add Harley Quinn to it while it's in theaters. Maybe then it will help sales. <laughs> We've all been and here. It, we just give up in life. I, I, I mean, again, but she does it in such a dull way. It's fantastic how she just falls over <laughs> on her side in ninety degrees. And pretty sure like, this is like pretty sure I've seen when your NFL uh, team blows it. <laughs> pretty sure I've seen horns do that exact thing after about twelve shots in our laundry room. Yeah. Hey, why was that? And then when when, when I lose my four game parlay room? in the Banner and I used to go in our Banner and I used to go in our laundry room and have like real talk, like like deep deep talks, and did twelve shots in there. Yeah, this is this one night that the last time I've ever drank Captain Morgan. God, it, and it wasn't like twelve shots over a few hours. It was like twelve shots in like forty five minutes. Well, I I remember one time uh, I was at a party at your guys's place in college and yeah horns i walked in on you you were you were in the bathroom and i don't think you came out for about eight hours oh, horns is gone my bad oh yeah no that was that same night i'm pretty was sure. it the same night i'm yeah. pretty sure it was the same night yeah because <laughs> if i'm not mistaken he was like i'm good i just need to take a shit and like every 45 minutes someone would go check check on him and he'd say oh, i just need to wipe and then another 45 minutes yeah. later he would say the <laughs> same thing or he's throwing yeah. up in between poop. Yeah, he had yeah. he was in a in a rough place yeah. at night. I I would take responsibility because I'm the one that fed him all those shots, but like he was an adult. He wasn't of age, but he was an adult. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. He knew what he We've was doing. We've all had those nights in college. And not in college. Yeah. And still to this day. Yeah. And it last just takes week. Much less. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're snowed in like right now. Love Alan again here. I know. See, and that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, 
I'm not saying that that Dan Levy wouldn't no, have done great. I'm I think he would have been great, but no, I don't think he like I, yeah, he would have been fine. The thing I don't is, think is that hits as I don't think it hits the same way. No, when you see Michael Sarah, <laughs> this is great. Once we can figure out how to build that wall horizontally, um, <laughs> Michael Sarah. Anytime he's in anything, you see Michael Sarah, and that's what makes it exactly. Great. Yeah, like when Dan you Levy see Dan Libby, like, you still see. Much. I would see Allen, not not Dan Levy, which yeah. doesn't. It just this doesn't so play good. play the same. No, 100%. Like, I, I don't have any problem with Dan Levy. I think he's a great actor. I'm just like, I don't think this was would be the yeah. same way with him right yeah. now. It would not hit as well. It was. Like, Michael Sarah doing all this right now is yeah. so ridiculously hilarious. The thing is, is, is Michael Sarah now is the same Michael Sarah from 15 years ago that we saw in Superbad. Yeah. But, like, honestly, I, have you seen all the gags of, like, all these oh, actors, yeah. like, acting like they hate him? Yeah, it's so funny. They'll be like, leave me alone. Like, and I'm sure he's like the nicest guy, which is oh, why yeah. they all do that. And he he plays into it. He has fun with it. Like, exactly. I don't think Michael Cera is a great actor by any means. No, <laughs> but he, in the roles he takes and the roles that he does, he he is good in them. Yeah. No, exactly. He he's. Not as, I mean, obviously in a very different way, like Will Ferrell, like he is not meant to be a leading character. He's not meant no. to be even a supporting character. He's meant to be like this, like add on, like, you know, just like, he's like the part of the meal that like adds something to it that without it, yeah, it's still a good meal, but like, oh, that, that adds a little flair that, uh, that was a little fun there. And then, you know, a yeah. little spice, a little smoked paprika, you know? Ooh. Kingdom. It's so great. I, I love that. And he's like, I'm never going to get out of here. I didn't know Alan was real. I thought Alan was just like, like he was like the only non Barbie character. Like, was he like a human that got stuck in Barbie world or something? Yeah, no, I'm like 95% sure that he, he was released with the pregnant Barbie. That's so funny. Yeah. That's another thing that we haven't really addressed yet. Uh, while watching this, um, is, they they address the fact that like Ken and Barbie are not dating. They are just friends where everybody. Well, assumes, he wants to date her. He wants know, to he date her. Right. But like when, as far as in the real world, like when you play with dolls, like Ken and Barbie are boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, again, they're, they are a perfect couples Halloween uh, uh, costumes because they're, they're together, but they aren't together and they've never yeah. meant to be together as far as the Mattel well, is concerned. Well, does it play into like the fact that like, a lot, a lot of men, I, I mean, I can speak to this. Like sometimes like a women, woman like pays attention to you is friendly with you. And then you think that means you're in. I mean, she something. wants to fuck you. Right. I mean, like, you. yeah. And so like a lot of them, like, they think that and, and women just want to be friends or friendly or whatever in a normal sense. And for Barbie, like she's always seen it like that sense. Uh, and Ken is like, well, you pay attention to me. So that means something else is going on. So, you know, that, that really seems to me allude to that, like that issue that men, I don't know if it's a struggle because it's kind of like on their own, but struggle with. This is great too. Making fun of all the Barbies that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's even funnier too. Sh- Sorry, go ahead. Every, t- every time they show weird Barbie, her leg is like in a more ridiculous position. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, this is what we're about to get to, right? Like, uh, when the narrator, Helen Mirren, says, don't cast Margot Robbie, right? I believe so. Yeah, right here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that feels like something that might have been added so late in the process. It's Someone's so like, funny, we can't, we can't have her deliver this line in earnest and at least not call out that we're a little bit aware of it. No, because, yeah, you can't have that, like... Otherwise, you're turning to the person next to you in the theater like, really? <laughs> I mean, we've all had our I, I, our wives the way I know we find unbelievable, beautiful, I'm sure, say the same thing. that Like, you're like, no, you are. Like, no matter what. Like, same how we feel sometimes. You just want to be validated and and feel like you're important. And I think that move again, a silly movie like this, I, I don't know, sometimes these silly movies do a better job of hitting the truth than these like more serious films think they're doing because those can be too over the top and too on the face. Well, and I think that a movie like this, they're, they're not trying to push that message across. It just naturally happens. Whereas a lot of these like, yeah, more impactful that way. Oscar bait, pretentious movie. They go into making the movie with the point of telling, approving a point. Well, I'll say this, like bad timing and, my mind for us to make that point because this actual monologue by America Ferreira does feel like the one time that the movie is just beating us over the head with the message as opposed to like delivering it through either examples or in more subtle ways. Like this is just yeah, her straight I, up yeah. saying men's whatever that I mean I like it's easier when I say like both my wife and I work in corporate America and I very much find the way we both look at things so differently intriguing. Because I'm like, hold, just do this. And and she doesn't see it that way. She doesn't feel like she can do things that way. Um, she'll tell me something like, oh, I've never thought about it like that. Like, we just, it, it, it's, it's crazy how, like, we fundamentally see and feel differently. Obviously, we do different roles. But I don't know, Banner, you and your wife working for the same company. Like, I do see that women are treated differently. 100%. Oh, well- a hundred percent. I mean, in, in, in our company, we are in, in the in- engineering industry and it has very, uh, traditionally been very male dominated, oh, yeah. but here in the last sure. five, 10 years, there's been a, a large push, um, where females are entering the workforce, especially with the push with STEM in, in, yeah. you know, middle school and high school. Um, there's been a, a large, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's a large, like, I don't want to say resurgence because it wasn't a resurgence, but a large push where there's a lot more females in the industry now. And it's really changing the culture of the industry for the for the better, 100 percent. But there's still that older stigma of like these women have to work a lot harder to get the same respect that a man coming into the industry uh, yeah. needs to do. Director's note, not only do I not teach STEM, I'm not responsible for any of the progress females have made. Hey, don't you're, don't you're welcome nonetheless. Like that, Jeff. You are making a difference. I am you are, enough. You are so you're important. Enough. You are I enough. can't get over weird Barbie is just constantly stretching her legs. Like we get it. Your leg is contorted weird. Why? <laughs> she has no choice. She's controlled by her uh... The best part about that if, is if you go up to my daughter's Barbie house that she has up in the in the game room, she probably has seven Barbies of, of different varieties. I would say three of them, their legs are like that. That's so on funny. any given time. Of course they would be. <laughs> yeah, dude, I uh, 
like with my, you remember how like the GI Joe action figures were set up where like their legs were, they could literally do like even more than the splits, like their, their toes could like almost touch their fingertips. I would just store them like that, like doing the splits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like your, uh, I had, I had a bunch of like Power Rangers and like Star Wars mm-hmm. action figures and they were always like, their heads were backwards 96% of the time. <laughs> yeah. It makes me sad. Like I loved when I was a kid, I had all those toys, but they, I put them all in the same world, right? Like as a kid, yeah, my Power Rangers toys, like Legos, whatever. And I called them the people and they just all coexisted. Did your, did your Power Rangers have a big beef with the uh, Ninja Turtles? Huge rivalry at my house. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Huge rivalry. Yeah. Kind of like, cause they were like, you'd have them fight. I yeah, you have natural, two teams like... that would fight, but every once in a while they would team up. Oh my god! I will say I yeah, did always struggle with who my who my Power Rangers were gonna fight. Alan because... trying to get over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just stack this chair here. <laughs> Power Rangers, Jeff, they can fight anyone and themselves. It's just like you just you just put them in a scenario. But maybe someone at home is probably gonna start screaming at their uh, wherever they're listening to this podcast at, but like. Of so I know that Ninja Turtles sold the the villains. Like I had, I think either Bebop or Rocksteady. I know but I had Power shred. Rangers. Well, yeah, but Power Rangers they they didn't sell. Like I didn't have a Rita Repulse. I didn't even have like Lord Zed. Did they sell the villain toys? I had. I don't know about that. Now I can't. Did remember. you have Goldar? Yes, I did have Goldar. I think I had no, Goldar. I did have Goldar. 100%. Damn it! I would have loved Goldar. I had Goldar, and I had his sword, and I lost the sword under my kitchen table. And I was so upset because the way the kitchen table was designed, I could never get it again. What kind of kitchen table did you have growing up? It was like, it was a glass one. And I put it in between the glass panels. So like they would have had to take the whole table apart. So wait, you could see the sword the entire time. And the entire time from my childhood, I saw the sword. It was staring at me. That's amazing. But I couldn't get it. And I remember when they finally got a new, That's like, I was like a teenager, like, when they finally, like, got a new, de- like, dining room table. And I remember finally getting the sword. I was like, you know how much, how long I've been waiting for this moment? But I was too <laughs> Please old to tell me you it. still have the sword somewhere. I know I'm, I, my parents gave away his parents all don't of those th- don't throw stuff away. They have it somewhere. Yeah, no, they don't know. No. My dad gave away all of the toys and me and my sister are still pissed at him. Oh, wow. he donated. All, he donated the people. Yeah. Uh, sorry, this was a few seconds ago, but the scene where uh, Kingsley Benadere is watching Scarface and the Barbie goes, can you start the movie over and just talk through the whole thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Godfather. That was awesome. <laughs> The oh, and sorry. The, the yeah, taking the glasses, taking the glasses off too is so good. <laughs> Again, I love all these. Like, I don't know. All everything is so good. I, it's just a fun movie, man. Like, I don't think this movie has any right being as good. I don't know if a year before when we were like, oh, there's a Barbie movie coming out. There's no way any of us anticipated something like this, right? Of course I, no. not. Um, yeah, I mean, I had no idea what this was going to be. And now Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach, who wrote the script and actually are married, Noah Baumbach does really interesting movies. Like um, Banner or Psych, did you guys see White Noise, that one with yes. her and Adam Driver? Super weird. So, I don't think so. Yeah. 
So Noah Baumbach did that. He also did Marriage Story, which I really, really like. Marriage Story is amazing. I love that one. That one's a white cool. noise. White noise. Uh, white real. noise. I couldn't. It was a little too out there. For it was. Me. It. It was weird. Yeah, and and like it in the third act, it's like a totally different movie. Yeah. And, yes. But, but when I saw they were attached, I was like, all right, this is gonna. I, I had no idea it was gonna be this good, but I was like, this is not just gonna be like making fun of Barbie. I feel like they might have a bigger plan for it. With this success, and we know Warner Brothers just uh, how they just love to make sequels just to get money. Do you think we'll get a Barbie too? I don't. I mean, I won't be shocked I mean, if we do. But like, I, I don't know. Really I don't want how. But I don't think the creative team behind it will do it. We, I think we Warner won't Brothers. Get Margot Robbie and and Ryan Gosling. I don't think. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. Not unless they give them literally a gajillion dollars. <laughs> I, I I mean, maybe I'm naive here, but I'm like, I don't even know if it would be about the money for them at this point. It's like they were, this movie had a point to show. show and uh, like, I don't think they feel like they would need to like. There's no more story to tell. I was going to say like, what would you, what would you do? Like, what, what would, would you, you what, do? You were asked to give up your dreams <laughs> for <Thanks> your freedom. <laughs> freedom costs a buck oh five. Buck oh five. I probably say that like once a week out of context. <laughs> no, there's a hefty fucking fee. Horns, are, is there ever like quotes or things that you say in class and your students just don't oh. get it and you're like, oh, that hurts. Okay, so Cycli will like this. I don't know how many times I say electric boogaloo, so... <laughs> we're talking about the war of eight. We're talking about the war of that's just a cyclism that I've picked up. We're talking about the war of 1812 right now, which is the base of the United States versus England in a rematch Part of two. the American Revolution. <laughs> yeah. And I always joke with them about like whoever named this war, like really not creative. Right. They just picked the the year it was fought. They <laughs> yes. could have called it American Revolution Two electric boogaloo. <laughs> and none of the kids. None of the kids laugh at it, but well, I've said I'm it like multiple times. Well, I'm glad you're at least trying to give some culture to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I always joke with them too. I'm like, when do you guys think the War of 1812 started? And they love to be sarcastic. Like, uh, 1936. I was like, close. <laughs> one off. You're, you're, one off, yeah. By the way, can I give this, the song choice? Oh, this is incredible. This is great. Push. I want to push you around. Like, actually, when you really break down the lyrics, you're like, I quite fucked up Matchbox 20. <laughs> and I got to say, the time that this song came out, like this and the whole Third Eye Blind album, I was at a point in music where literally whatever the lyric was, it could have been like, I'm going to blow up the Pentagon. But if it was catchy, I would have just sang it at the top of my lungs. Oh, yeah. Think I was about, like, literally this. thinking that exact same thing the other day. I don't, I don't remember what <laughs> song I was listening to. But it was the first time in my life that I was like, I used to sing this in like seventh grade. No yeah. idea what it's about. Now that I know what it's about, I mm -hmm. should not have been listening to this in seventh grade. <laughs> like some Eminem lyrics, I would just be like shouting them out. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. I should probably know what I'm saying, but it's catchy. <clears throat> like what? Uh, it was. Um, uh, I love the, this. I can't remember what song it was now. I thought it's the same song. She's like, that's a beautiful song. I was just playing that for you. 
the whole playing guitar and staring at their eyes and forcing them to listen is so on point too though. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah. How many Dude, times douche, have we seen douchebag by a campfire with a guitar is like a stereotype. Oh, Anytime anyone brought out the guitar in the situation, like, God fucking damn it, dude. The only this is coming from somebody that owns a ukulele. The only thing that's worse is if they brought out a ukulele instead of a guitar. Oh, yeah. Him bringing drums to the beach, like 17 piece drum set. Let me just set this up real quick. (laughs) Could you imagine? You got to get there four hours early. (laughs) (laughs) This it's not level enough over here for the symbols. Can we go over there? Guys, we should get houses like this where. There's no walls. We can just talk to each other on our balconies. We're old enough now that that's called no college. reason for us not to. <laughs> yeah, Cycling right. actually kind of has this. You like guys you, just need to move like... into the... <laughs> yeah. Cycling like has, has the weirdest like... basement. Like, walls or lack thereof. Your, your, well, his, your like, daughter porch... enjoyed it for hide-and-seek. Dude, it was oh, yeah. fucking awesome for hide-and-seek. What's, uh, what's funny porch... is we're actually... I was gonna say your okay. porch downstairs is basically like a an awesome balcony just on the first floor. We're we are about to do construction starting on the house in a week, and there we're uniting the house so that basement wall stuff will be oh, gone. Wow. Oh, nice! Yeah, we're converting the stairwell. It's gonna be great. I'm excited. You'll have to show me, send me pics of that. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's gonna be. It's, it should take two weeks, but it'll be good. Oh, that's not bad. Only two weeks. Yeah, hopefully. Now that's but, that's not including all the weather that you guys have been getting. I'd say, oh, that's that, cute. Well, that I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to be delayed. Yeah, absolutely. Like, surely they've got to be with that weather. So, you guys, is this the best scene in the movie? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I think I think when we did our review, you and I were fighting yeah. over best scene for yeah. this one. Yeah, the, I mean, the I lyrics are incredible. Him saying it's my destiny to live and die. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the weapons they use, like, it's just phenomenal. And I actually genuinely, I know, like, the whole, like, or as you, you just referenced it, like, like Gosling being upset about the movie, the song winning. But, like, it's a good song. It's incredible. It's a good pop song. I get why he's probably like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think it deserves accolades, but. And the, the scene coming up where they're, like, on, uh, like, the all white like stage basically dance fighting dance off yeah (laughs) i do have to bring up not to like poo poo on the parade there is a horns fun fact i have here that i think this is total bullshit and i hate when people involved with movies say things like this about this song maybe you'll disagree but composer mark ronson wrote the song i'm just ken largely as a joke and recorded a demo for greta gerwig not seriously expecting it to be included on the soundtrack however she liked the song and when she shared it with gosling he felt so strongly that it added to the character of ken he advocated for it to be made into a musical number fucking bullshit you don't write a song like this as a joke in the a lot of like yeah like shut the fuck up dude. way too much energy put into writing it as a joke this is the like uh What's the fucking word? Like the inflection point of the movie, basically. It's there like, are there are probably three people in this world that is going to understand this. Two of them are on this pod, but to write a song as a joke is Vince Vincible. Okay, yes. Vince is his name. He's a normal guy. <laughs> when, when he gets, he gets sick, sick, there's, there's a, chance a chance he could he die. Could die. <laughs> um, that's that's the epitome of a joke song. This. Is I'm it gonna is go a out joke there. Song, but 
it's good. But, but like, ha, 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 we're not really going to put that in the movie. I didn't think. And then Greta loved it so much. Shut the fuck up. You wrote this as like the culmination of the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> so good. About over the top it is. Here it is. It is the best part. This is the best part. And this was the day on set that I would have just, Simu Lu just, I couldn't look at him and not crack no. up. He just like, has this shitty grin on right his now. face the entire time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he he is more comfortable with himself. 100%. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shang Chi versus Ken. It, it's like I again watching this in theater. I wish I could do it again. Like the how the vibes of the theater were so strong. Like oh yeah, when this came up, I don't know about life. you guys, but like you could feel everybody just wanted to get up and start dancing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so good. Like this just aesthetically looks fucking cool too. Oh yeah, like, this is like an iconic shot. Yeah, one hundred percent. The choreography for this, which I'm starting to learn a little bit more, uh, the more Baby Banner gets into dance, but. Like choreography is difficult to make look good. This is amazing yeah. as far one, as a dance number. One person slightly fucks up. It's like dominoes. Everything yeah. just gets thrown off. This can be a gimmick, but the, the movie dominates in set design and choreography and cinematography. Like it, it as stupid and silly as the movie is like there's a lot of heart in it. And, and like they took it the perfect amount of seriousness, right? Like. They could have played it so many different ways, well, and there they is, just nailed it. There is nothing about this movie that is not a swing for the fences, and so I, I'm sure there are people who watch this, and not many people. But I was going to say, be, well, I'm going to say who would be interested enough to get to this point, but they watch the, well, they watch this movie and they just roll their fucking eyes. But it is like, as likely would say, as far as like an Oscar consideration, dude. There is no other movie out there this year, to my knowledge, that like tried this hard to do something that had not been seen visually yeah. before. Like, <laughs> I agree. By the way, yeah, I there's love no... to say the put your hand, manly hand in mine. Like, that's a great one. <laughs> that is a great one. <laughs> that was today, wasn't it? <sighs> Damn it, they are changing the Constitution at four. <laughs> now, I agree. I think that if this doesn't at least get a nom uh, for set design uh, as well as costumes, it has to, right? it, it's got to, right? Yeah, I'll be shocked if it doesn't get so. Like, I, I, I feel like this movie gets five nominations. Five. I really? also don't know. Again, the Oscars, the problem with it, and like the reason six years ago we started the Oscars was it became like number one, the the people voting on like on the actual like Academy are like what all like ninety year old white men. So it's like, yeah, you're not really <laughs> representing anyone who goes to the movies now. And then also, it got to the point where it was like if you had heard of the movie, it like couldn't even be considered for an Oscar. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, also like, there's when the artist won, Cycli and I were like, I'm out. Sorry, Cycli. Well, no, you're exactly right. Like it is also a thing about like, they're either holier than thou. So that's why they vote for like a movie like the artist or like, it's clearly rigged that like the, the studio that pays the most like is going to get it. Like, that's why they always said like Leo didn't win Oscars was like, he, they never try, like he was never intent on like, giving them money to get the nomination or well, Kevin Feige kind of joked about this. Like the only time a Marvel movie got nominated was when they put all their uh, marketing budget into getting black Panther. nominated. So it was literally so like, the, we basically bought it. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the Oscars are literally bought half the time. It's either, it's a couple things. 
Hollywood honoring themselves. So they love movies about Hollywood. Oh yeah. It's yeah. it's movies that like make them holier than thou, like the artist. Or it's like whatever they're bought for. When the artist won, it was literally a black and white silent French film. I was like, I can't anymore. I just can't. Like, it, bro, like I think that was the all time low. I will say I think it's gotten a little bit better since then. Yeah, I um, agree with that. But I don't and think like, we're anywhere near what actually represents what the common public thinks. Right. I think I'm not saying I mean, the there artist, isn't like isn't well made, but like when I watch an awards show, like dude, that is so fucking stuffy that I can't breathe when movies like that are all that we talk about. And that's not even to say like like the fact that it was a a foreign film as well, like Roma. Because I loved, loved Parasite. I was all about loved that. Parasite. Loved Roma. Both of those I thought deserved everything that they got. Um, so it's not even to say that like oh it has to be a blockbuster tent pole, tent pole film that uh, gets nominated. Like you can have it's these not other... accessible. Right. It's just not accessible. It's not something yeah. anyone can watch and be like okay yeah that's something that I would be into. Like there's got to be some sort of award show that is, hey, everybody go to this website. Every movie is on the table for every category. What do you think? Minus the every movie, that's basically the Broskers, right? Plugging yeah. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, do either of you guys remember they came up with this was like five years ago now, I think. But they had announced that there was going to be a popular film category. I which think was basically going to be. Did they scrap that, though? No, I think this, this is a year for the first time or something. It is. It I didn't is. know if it was one of those awards that, like, they announced to please people, but then it ends up being one that they announced, like, over commercial break, we gave out this award. But that's so stupid, too. It's like, okay, so whatever movie got the best box office, like, that's such a dumb Is that award. what it is, or is it just, like, a movie that was, like, considered, uh, like, yeah, more commercially viable than... I don't know what the... I don't know what the criteria would be. Yeah, I, yeah what's I'd the criteria of this film? Technically, shouldn't it go to the movie that won and got the best, like... Yeah, most people to see it i don't know i mean, that's such a because they have to be careful because if thing. if they make the criteria like well it's the movie that was the most uh publicly marketed for their audiences then they're basically admitting that like for best picture and all the other ones they don't want it to be a film many people well, saw i i will always say like film is subjective like our appreciation of it i don't know my opinion is the only correct one right nice well that is true now, like the Grammys, I have much less respect for because music is much more subjective. Like, yeah. absolutely. Like, you yeah. cannot tell me that, like, this is the best album. Okay, well, like, music literally feels different to everyone. So, like, like at least with movies, you can be like, hey, that cinematography, the acting, the writing, the style is good. We can disagree on impact, on emotion, on what that movie brought to the table. Like, things like that. Like, I don't think the Oscars... I don't, I don't fault the Oscars as much as other award ceremonies, but it definitely has its flaws. But, like, I, I, I still don't hate it. I still think it's a fun thing to enjoy. Oh, and shit like yeah. uh, Chris Rock getting slapped in the middle of it happens all the time, too. <laughs> so, like, it's entertaining to watch, even if you disagree with the results. Nothing was worse when Anne Hathaway and uh, what's-his-name hosted. Um, my God. James Franco. James Franco. Franco. Yeah. James Franco could have been that. not be anywhere else in the world. I felt so bad for Anne Hathaway. He just like, mailed it like, in. I don't trying. even know. Yeah, he was like not even, didn't even give a shit. Why do it then, dude? Like, you're not doing, like, we don't want you that fucking bad. Yeah. 
Honestly, if they make a sequel of this film, I'd be upset. Like, this is one of those films that you need to look back and be like, no, it was a one-off and it was awesome. Like, it was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Just I let, think let it for what it was. I think a lot of pe- more people saw it uh, opening weekend as well because of the phenomenon of Barbenheimer, right? I would. I mean, obviously, there's no way we can do this until I love the idea that whenever I die, I hope there's an afterlife because I want to see like statistics. I want to see like, yeah, yeah, life stats. But I want to know what would have happened to Barbie and Oppenheimer. I think both movies would have done well, but I really am curious, like Barbie hitting a billion dollars, Oppenheimer hitting what, like 500 million for a biopic, like, do they do as well on their own? I don't know that they do. I don't know that they do. I don't know that they suffer. I think both movies would be successful, but I think both movies lose like maybe 100, 200 million. Well, I I wonder too, like them being counter-programming, if that um, helped because like the the one example that, again, they always play it off as a, it's like, well, if it works, we'll we'll say it was an earnest. If not, we'll say it was a joke. But the Saw Patrol, which was like the second (laughs) attempt at this this year. I think it was Reddit, like just being a thing. That was so dumb. But that's hilarious. But like, let's say like, yeah, let's say like I don't if I'm just thinking of this because these are two they didn't come out anywhere near each other. But like if Mean Girls and Barbie tried to do this same thing, would it be as popular? No, you could make both so. arguments yeah. to me. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they you do have to have opposite movies. But again, like as much as like the Saw Patrol, like you, you need opposite movies, but not such extreme opposite movies like. One's a child movie and one is a, a torture movie. Like, <laughs> no one is doing both of those. So, one yeah, is a torture you, movie has and the other be, one is Saw. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, <laughs> can you imagine? It has to Paw be Patrol? a movie that you can see a double feature with. You're not going to go and see a Paw Patrol movie and a Saw movie in a double no. feature. That That's the I mean, biggest I might. <laughs> thing that it has to, that has to correlate to make this work. Now I think, I think need because one semi comedy and one drama, not like you can't. Yeah, go ahead, Banner. Sorry. Uh, I I was just gonna say I think that it. Uh, I don't remember what I was gonna say. My bad. That's my sorry. No, you're good. Oh, I I so, remember because we because before it came out, you had the Barbenheimer hype behind it. I think opening weekend, uh, you get more people to go to these movies because it's like, oh, that's a fun idea. Let's go do that. Right. Whereas, yeah. hey, Barbie's coming out this weekend. Oh, cool. I'll wait till it comes on streaming. Yeah, I think so. I don't think I would have. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I would have seen Oppenheimer probably in theater. I don't know that I would have seen Barbie in theater. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you got to yeah. see a Nolan movie in theaters. Yep. Um, right. It's meant to be like that. But this one, I don't. I can't remember if I saw it opening weekend or not. But either way, word of mouth would have got me out to the theater to see this. But That's again, how much too. of that word of mouth is part of the Barbenheimer phenomenon? Ninety percent of it, because they it had already the word of mouth had already gotten around before it was released. It's so true. Will Ferrell's character is like, we're not going to make ordinary Barbie. The guy behind him goes, it will make money. He goes, well, we <laughs> love like, the okay. idea. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> literally crap in a box and sell it if you told me that it would add to the bottom line this is an ignorant question but again why would i fucking care or know this are Rhea perlman and danny devito still married i'm assuming no. they are they're not i don't think so oh yeah, that's disappointing 
Because uh, I were... saw the, the only reason I'm saying this is because I saw a tweet about like during the um, Emmys last week when it's always sunny, like they were making jokes at themselves after 15 years, like finally getting a nomination. Like Danny DeVito said, even my ex-wife has two. God. Because she has the chemistry they have in Matilda. Yeah. I think they were like, yeah, because she, I think she got her Emmys from Cheers and he got them from Taxi. Um, And so that was a whole joke. I I mean, I, the article I saw was like ex-wife, but I could be wrong. (laughs) But they clearly have a good relationship because if they're not married, when Danny Vita made that joke, they showed her and she was like cracking up. The way they're waving. Yeah. <laughs> I want that hoodie that uh, Ken's wearing. I looked it up the second I left the theater. It was sold out for like four Yeah. Months. Damn it. Well, now you guys know what to get me for Flag Day. <laughs> Another flag? Please. Also, that Malibu like jersey that they all had, we should rock those. At Bro4 Squad Weekend, we should all get those. So it's like, oh my God. Party. Get them custom. Get them custom with their names on the back. Dude, that'd be sick. You can now get, I mean, I remember looking at, at theaters because it was opening weekend, the I Am Knuff, but now it's like anyone sells it. Yeah. Yeah, because like I, there's a, this YouTube channel that I watch and they always come out with like t-shirts and merchandise that's like really tangentially related to like an IP without saying the name, like They'll have like a secret invasion, like a, the silhouette of a scroll on a T-shirt. And it's like, well, technically, like, does Marvel own that silhouette? Right. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and usually with these, like they're like, we. the, the reason they always say like only for a limited time, because they're like, well, we sell, I don't know, 200 of them. Then Marvel sends us a cease and desist and we stop. We know how we know how to work the system. <laughs> Marvel's like, you can make like 500 bucks off this, but then we're going to fucking swoop in. One thing I have to say with this script, the hardest part, I mean, well, not the hardest part, because there's a lot of like smart things put in this. But like, how do you end this movie? Like, where do you leave Barbie? Is, is That's true. Difficult yeah. Like everything goes like, back to normal. Right. Like, Can she stay in Barbie land? There's a lot of flaws with that decision on her part if she does. We have the sequel. Like, would you want to see her? Because we already did the fish out of water thing. Like her, her being in the real world dealing with stuff. I don't know. That just seems like a good SNL skit, but I don't think it's a. Yeah, who's that movie for again? Like, right. yeah, this is the one thing Hollywood does a thousand times, and that's like so frustrating. Like, no, like just t- let something be. You know, like you don't need to add to it. Well, yeah, that's why. That's why I but I posed money. the question. Uh, yeah, money, and then. Uh, what episode did we just do? 216? If you guys go back and listen to that, uh, this year, 2024, is like the year of the sequel, right? There's yep, like yep. 80 sequel million and sequels and, and, and prequel that are coming out this year. So with that being said, that it's so common, would a movie that's so successful like this get a get a sequel? I won't be that's shocked. That's why Cycli and I are... Yeah. That's why Cycli and I simp so hard for M. Night, because at least he's, like, doing <laughs> yeah. original things. Or would they do a prequel where stereotypical Barbie is the only one in Barbie land, and slowly all these other Barbies come? 
that to I, me I mean, sounds like there's a better a better idea than a sequel. At least it doesn't sound like a great idea, but it's a better idea. So this scene, by the way, is so emotional. Like I don't have kids, but damn it, like this whole part. I don't know, Banner, how you felt watching this scene for the first time. Like this little montage we get here in a second. Like again, how can you do something like this on a silly movie and then like just rip our hearts out? <laughs> That's why it's so well done. Yeah. That's the hardest thing when you make like a movie like this where you want to dip your toe in a couple different genres. Not only genres, but like this actually does have an important message to give, which is an added layer of complexity that could really have it just kind of collapse under itself. Yeah. Like you can get whiplash if a movie does this poorly where it's like, all right, well, exactly. we were yeah. dance fighting a second ago. now, I, But it works. Now we have a montage of moms and daughters and just life happening in front of you no one's wondering what's something like where did daughter in this scene like i mean god where did they get those clips from like there's like people send in we had the conversation we were thinking you think it was just people on the staff probably right probably yeah like hey everyone find some home movies and and bring them to because like who who wouldn't want their home movie like in barbie for a second that would be oh yeah that's cool yeah even uncredited like that's even almost better right yeah no i need royalties for the rest of my life it's the only way i'm giving you this (laughs) two second clip of my birthday and the studio is like okay well we'll go to a thousand (laughs) other people who will do this for free so sorry (laughs) i feel like they would respect me having no leverage but still playing hardball with them yeah that's the bro four squad way right (laughs) <laughs> Armando. Like, do you know how to negotiate? No, no, I do not. No, absolutely I, not. Okay, I personally thought this ending was hilarious. I don't know what you guys thought. Like, uh, I, I don't know right, if I thought I it was hilarious, it was but it 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 worked for me. Because I don't know, like to your point, how do you end this movie? I thought it was a great right. Movie. That's I think this was the yeah, best well, way that you could end this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have all the places for her to work this was a pretty good choice <laughs> she's so happy about it yeah i'm sorry guys but this barbie ver- bobby aqua version is so piss poor like i'm not i like Nicki minaj just fine like i like ice spice i don't okay well that's fine i'm just saying this version sucks you don't wow that surprises me am i sp- you think i would like Nicki minaj why not? No. Yeah, why not? She I like sucks. Nah, I like me. Ah, I she won't even that. play her best song anymore at concerts, Starships. She said she is refusing to play it now. I can imagine if you sing that song enough to be like so sick of it, you don't want to play it anymore. Oh, like, like her discography is so deep. Like, you're gonna just she's just gonna sing Anaconda constantly, which isn't even based on an, her original <laughs> music. It's not even about a real Anaconda, Jeff. Yeah, that's the worst part. <laughs> like, wait a second. This is not scientifically accurate at all about this snake. And in pure Bro Force Squad fashion, we have derailed. <laughs> uh, perfect timing, though, as whoa, 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 the whoa, 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 whoa. We're not done about this Nicki Minaj conversation, guys. All right. Tune in for episode, episode. Two, 217, <laughs> Chest Day. Mickey Minaj on trial by Bro Force Squad. <laughs> uh, 
Let's go to uh, Ken Cycli. Any last thoughts on Barbie? No, I just got to give props to Greta for pulling this out because this movie could have gone so many different ways. Like we talked about with not just the Amy Schumer Gal Gadot thing. Like it has been, it, it, she just did it perfectly. It, it played everything subtly enough. The, the humor, the emotion, the drama, the subtlety, the set design, everything was just like touch on perfectly. I was like, this is a film that's going to like, not just last for what it did in 2023, but like, I think we're going to look back on for a long time and just appreciate as what film and entertainment should be. Yeah, I agree. And I think this movie is extremely rewatchable. Um, This is actually the third time that I've watched it. We saw it in theaters and then we watched it a couple weeks ago when it first dropped on streaming. And then now the commentary and I think that's also what makes a great movie. Not only what is it done well, but this is going to be a timeless movie, uh, I think. Uh, I'd set it off the top. Instant classic. Uh, Ken Horns, any last thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you guys. I, I think what's so fun about this is it's like takes like it could have been just a dumb comedy about like a toy that has you know led to and, and played into stereotypes for a long time. But there's like so many different layers to it. You can get as little as you want out of it or as much as you want out of it. And I think it works. And I will say, like, it, the one nice thing it does with all the genres and the ideas that it has is it gets it right up and toes the line right to where it's getting maybe, like, a little too self-important or, like, sort of beating you over the head with it. And then it sort of pulls the reins back and will either change genres on you or have a little bit of levity. So... In that case, it's hard to do, but I think it walks that tightrope really well. And again, it's just a really unique idea. Like, I can honestly say, and I I watched some weird fucking shit. I haven't (laughs) seen anything at all like Barbie, at least in like the last 10 or 15 years. So for that in and of itself, I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. And, And another thing, too, or one last thing, that when you think of Barbie, everybody immediately goes, you know, little girls playing with their dolls. We are three three grown ass men that just watched this movie together, and I, I had a fucking blast. And I yep. would, I would probably watch this on my own, or if it came on TNT, I would watch through at least two or three commercials. But not CBS. Yeah. No, absolutely not CBS. Fuck CBS. All right, guys, we <laughs> have been the Bro Four Squad podcast. You guys can check all of our stuff out at our, on our website www.broforcesquad. Dot com. Uh, we post everything there. Hit subscribe wherever you're listening. YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Apple, whatever, whatever you're listening to. Amazon Hit the subscribe music. button. Yeah, Damn, yeah we're on Amazon, right? Hell yeah. We're on yeah. Amazon Music, yes. Yeah. Cycling, read a book. It should. Jesus. Fashion, you heard that? of it? Um, hit that subscribe button. For Ken and Ken, I'm Ken. We will see you guys in Barbie Land next time. Go, 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 go. Casa House. Y'all so that just translates to House, 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 House. Yes. <laughs> house Cubed. I love the